wow, here we are. Didn't think we'd get here, but coronavirus is past. Wait a second. Wait a second. CNN update. Coronavirus is still a thing. Yeah. Well, Brendan, turns out we can't go back to the movies. So we're going to bring the movies to the people. <laughs> Welcome, guys. This is the biggest moment of my life, personally. Um, and Brendan probably, I mean, you're younger than me, so it's definitely the biggest moment yeah, of your life. Yeah, this definitely, I mean, gosh, if it's the biggest moment for you. I mean, this is, I yeah. I should be so excited right now. I've done a lot of important things in my life. This yeah. is by far the best. Um, actually, no, we were joking about it. I, I seriously think this is the nerdiest thing I've ever done with my life. Yes, I think it's very... It's incon- It's just conclusive. Incon- yes. It's conclusive that yeah. this is the nerdiest thing we've we've done on the podcast. Right. Actually, yeah. Period. We're we're really running short on ideas. Um, but with that in mind, you guys, you're welcome now to listen to our trilogy. This is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Finally, we've rewritten it. It took us a long time to finally get to this point, and here we are. Brendan, what are your just emotions? Um, and I need you to give me a theater answer, by the way. I don't want your answer. I want <laughs> okay, a theater okay. kid answer. Um, what are your emotions now that we've completed this? You know, I'm just so just overwhelmed. You know, I'm just full of just joy and, and hope, you know, because of this. Um, actually, it, you, the, it's the opposite, really, because this is Revenge of the Sith. So you're supposed to be filled with yeah, right. sadness at the end of the movie. That's, I, was, um, I remember seeing something about the Eternals is going to have a, uh, a gay kiss in it, right? Which, I, I mean... I, I just don't care. I think that's fine. I'm not opposed or anything like that. But, you know, hashtag not gay, but hashtag don't care. Um, <laughs> um, equal rights. That's it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I was making fun of it, the post, because it said that people were getting emotional and crying on scene during it. And I was like, there ain't no way in hell these people crying on scene. This is a Marvel movie. Okay, well, first of all, who's is there people just staring on watching it? Like, right. since when do all the actors watch Thank a scene? You. So with that in mind, people, I just wanted to say, like, that is the most theater kid answer I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, where everyone was crying on scene. It was unreal. It was the most emotional day. No, it wasn't. It's uh, not, I it's, promise. To all the actors that said Game of Thrones final season, it's amazing what the writing is. I knew it was going to be trash. Because nobody that really likes the writing of something, comes out and talks like exclusively on how amazing the writing is. Yeah, I know. I mean, they basically just said that, and, you know, I laugh. Chris Pratt is uh, noted for saying how amazing he thought Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was. People are like, he said it's better than the first one. I was like, well, of course he's going to say that. He wants you to show up to the damn movie. It's his movie. Yeah, like, it literally is yeah, his character's man. movie. Come on. Anyway, with that in mind, I'm actually pretty stoked. Um, Brendan wrote a lot of words. I mean, you did a lot of things, <laughs> Yeah, so I did, man. I didn't realize how much I wrote. I need to uh, put in a word count. For real. Uh, with that in mind, we are going to basically tackle this a little bit different. Uh, so we've got an A, B, and C storyline. Um, we're going to tackle them in reverse order, uh, just because, as you can imagine, the A storyline is pretty, pretty long. Pretty long and important. Yeah, so. pretty important here. Um, but just to kind of give a recap from our last two movies, uh, we have episode one essentially revolved around young Anakin, young Pad- Padme, but not really young Anakin and really young Padme. It's like... Uh, Teenagers. Or, yeah, it's like normal kids. Um, we've got them hanging out. Darth Maul basically takes over Naboo. Padme goes back, fights back, gets her country back, and uh, ends up kicking him out. But he essentially is being led the whole time by a Sith Lord that we haven't seen who's nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, episode two picks up about, what, five years later? Is that what we said? Mm. Um, so they're a little bit older. They're about 21 now, the kids are. And, uh, yeah, anyway, and Obi-Wan's probably about 24, 25. They just kind of are hanging out and um, essentially are discovering, you know, Maul really concentrating on him, finding more about, like, you know, clones, uh, all that, where they actually go in the battle. They We set up, really, the war um, to a higher level at that point. So then the third part, now we're at the conclusion. Uh, we're just going to call it Revenge of the Sith. That's fine. I mean, it's... Per, it pretty much is Revenge of yeah. the Sith. Second one, I think we even called it's The Phantom Menace. Movie. And then the I mean, first one, or second one, we just called The Clone War. Um, Clone Wars. Yeah. Second one's a, a lot more of a wartime movie. This one's more just like the conclusion. But essentially, Count Dooku escapes at the end of uh, second one. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar to how the actual movie ends. And it ends with uh, Anakin saying he's going to leave the Jedi Order, just as they now promote him to essentially like a corporal in the military. Yeah. Um, and he's like, know. ah, crud. <laughs> so him and Padme and get married. Still get married. Yep. And Obi-Wan he knows about it. That's a really big change. Yeah, Obi-Wan does know, and he's willing to just kind of cover up. So that's pretty much where we left off. Yeah. Um, and we're going to jump into it. Yeah, yeah perfect. Super um, excited. Yeah, this actually really... I'm actually pretty impressed. I'm not trying to be this guy, but... No, I'm... We really did a good job on this Yeah, thing, we did, I'm man. actually... I'm stoked. So, really proud of us. Uh, hopefully this isn't... <laughs> we joke. Hopefully it's not too long, but I, I don't think this episode is going to be very long. Um, yeah. Just because, I mean, you guys already kind of know the story. So uh, we didn't mm-hmm. do too many changes, but just enough to make it interesting. So, yeah, bud. 
Um, So enjoy your quarantine and sit back and uh, let's hop on in. All right. So again, we said in the intro that the, this is very much a very similar movie to Revenge of the Sith. I mean, we changed some pretty big parts about it, but also we didn't like, there's a certain point where our version and the, actual real life version start to blend together yes like they start off different but then they kind of converge in the same place because the reality is we we have to get we have to get vader yeah we have to get quite frankly the fall of the jedi yeah and also george actually did a heck of a job like looking at it and doing this rewrite george did a heck of a job at the end of this this trilogy i think i think that's he's very well done like so much so that the end of this trilogy like you could, you, we did a whole season of Clone Wars based off of the last like forty five minutes of this yeah. of this movie, yeah. uh, in season seven. So again, we didn't really have to change a ton, uh, but it does start off in a much different place. Yeah, definitely. Um, Brendan, why don't you just why don't we get started here? Uh, so, opening scene is going to be somewhat similar, mm-hmm. um, but basically we're just going to have the opening scene of, I, and and I don't want to rush through it, but the reality is we don't need to give every detail here. So essentially, it's uh, about four years after the second movie. Um, Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin are both considered generals now in the military. Mm. And with that in mind, we kind of wanted to talk, uh, like, how how does Palpatine get kidnapped? We thought that was an important plot point. So what we have is we actually have Dooku breaking in, his bodyguards breaking in, uh, and his bodyguards are going to be more like General Grievous. So we did eliminate Grievous's whole character. Um, yeah. Dooku's going to take more of that role. We here. just couldn't handle the coughing. <laughs> <laughs> General Kenobi! Like, it's like, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, you are, have like asthma or something. So yeah, sir, get your inhaler, quite frankly. Yeah, but, <laughs> and then, with that in mind, uh, we just have essentially a hostage situation takes place in the Senate where it's, we're going to kill, whatever, 10, 20, it doesn't even matter, uh, senators, or Palpatine goes with the, the Separatist. Um, and he chooses the Separatist route, right? So he goes with them. He's kidnapped. At the same time, taking place on a different planet, Obi-Wan and Anakin are actually working with the clones and attacking and beating back the droid army. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought that'd be actually a really fun idea, just something different. And then, of course, they get a little beacon where it's like, beep, 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 boop, 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 Exactly uh, like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they end up getting the beacon, essentially sending them back now because Palpatine's been captured. They're closest to it. They're nearby. They take their whole fleet, go over there. Um, they're going to meet up with a Windu's fleet eventually. But then they send essentially, like, they go in on a bit of a just suicide mission with them and four or five different troops and go in there, break into Dooku's headquarters, get back, um, well, I'm sorry, get back uh, Palpatine, and then Dooku ends up escaping. But they do a lot of damage, and they end up saving the day. Um, so now that takes us so to... So, yeah, and that's very similar to the it's very original beginning. The difference is Dooku's Because we actually like the beginning a lot. Yeah. Everyone just said. Dooku's so. alive. I think that makes mm. sense. And and the reality is, I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot to kind of like about that scene. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. We got buzz droids. Those are kind of neat. So we saw some different uh, different ideas there. But overall, we're at the same point. They're back on Coruscant with Palpatine in hand. So, Brendan, I think we've covered kind of the beginning. Yeah. It's very um, straightforward. Yes. And so basically the only difference is now Padme essentially is going to tell uh, – Padme is going to tell Obi-Wan – or Padme and Anakin kind of tell Obi-Wan that she's been pregnant for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been gone at war for a while. Anakin occasionally snuck in a few visits. Wink, wink. Mm. And at this point, she's, you know, five, six months pregnant. Um, yeah. So it puts a, a better, like, she actually has a little bit of a belly on her. And Anakin's not like, Padme, you, what? That's oh. wonderful. <laughs> this child will be a blessing to your Lord. Like, come on, Anakin. A blessing to us all. <laughs> wow. Okay. You see him, yeah. All right, Dad. <laughs> Calm <her>. down. <laughs> A little too excited. Show a little, show a little more, uh, less emotion, Dave. Um, <laughs> got him, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, poor dad. Anyway, um, Brendan, I think we're kind of at the point now we can really jump into the storyline. Yeah, definitely. So, let's tackle. Why don't you get on the C storyline? Yeah. Um, so, basically, um, it's important stuff to note. Uh, basically, Obi-Wan finds out they're pregnant. Um, and Obi-Wan is worried about Padme and the children. Um, and he tells Anakin that, you know, if this war isn't over soon, he's going to have to leave on his, before on his own terms, because if the Jedi council finds out that he's the father of these children, he's going to have to get, he's going to have to leave the order. But he said, it'd be better for you to leave on your own terms 
so that your leg like your legacy as a Jedi isn't hurt by this. Right. Um, yeah, so that's a pretty big thing. Obi Wan's more of like a just he really cares about Anakin and Padme instead of like I work for the Jedi, like all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, yeah, so that's pretty important. Um, um, basically, um, let's see. Do you just want to tackle Padme here? Yeah. So th- there's, again, a, a B, and C storyline. So the C storyline is the Padme storyline. Um, Padme, basically her arc, we want to, so she's pregnant, obviously. So she can't really be doing a ton of stuff like she was in, uh, in, uh, the clone, what we call the Clone Wars, the second one. She was doing a lot. Um, she, like going around doing stuff. She very much has to be like kind of just local and just we have to ha- use her as a source of information. So her main arc is that she's looking up, you know, secret projects um, in the, you know, the Jedi archives and their public ar- archives. Um, and she actually finds the plans for a battle station. Or the Death yeah. Star. So essentially the government's looking to spend, getting more spending. And her idea is, well, I thought the war was coming to a conclusion soon. So she's a little confused why Windu and, and Palpatine at the same time. Because Windu we've kind of painted as a bit more of an antagonist in this. So she's kind of confused why they're asking for that money. And mm-hmm. so Anakin just gives her access to the Jedi archives because, you know, you can find more information that way. And, and yeah, she sees the battle plan for the Death Star, which, yeah. is, which actually is a big reveal. Yeah. Really and that's so that was kind of like we, you know, we saw the, the idea of stormtroopers were, were in there first. Uh, essentially, goes you know stormtroopers first. She goes back, gets Death Star ideas, and then also sees ideas for the Galactic Empire, mm-hmm. um, which which very much sets a big trigger on her. Like, whoa, what am I coming across here? Like, right, this is the ultimate plan. This is actually kind mm-hmm. of terrifying. Yeah, um, and we're gonna have to kind of cut through a little bit of the storylines because they all kind of intersect. It's very much a, they all intersect. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going together. Um, so the big thing with Anakin's character is that throughout this, he's been tasked by the Jedi to kind of watch both Palpatine and Mace Windu. Mm -hmm. Um, we've established that, you know, Palpatine, he's the chancellor. So naturally the Jedi want to have some, you know, eye on the chancellor. You know, everyone has eyes on other sources of power. It's natural. But also, you know, the, you know, the, they've been, they don't know exactly what to think about Windu. Because the war has really changed him in a lot of ways. He's very much become, well, and we established at the end of the second movie, is that he's the like the the highest, higher ranking general, like supreme in the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a real big title. You know, he's he's really living up to that. So it's going to be, you know, the Jedi obviously want to have some eyes. So they said Anakin, they task him to do that. Um, and uh, I won't necessarily get into a story right away. There is some yeah, stuff in a story that happens before uh, Padme. Does all this stuff, um, so maybe we should go into A. I feel like, I mean, I was so. We all kind of know how it ends, right? Mm-hmm. And that's so. I guess spoiler, right? I, and I'm not. I don't want to spoil too much here, but I kind of think it's okay. What do you think? Do you think you want? We want to kind of bounce around chronologically? Yeah, sure. I mean, we kind of know what happens. We'll be able to remember. Yeah, we know what happens. That's right. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Anakin's tasked to work under Palpatine. Yeah. Um, and Anakin just slowly starts to learn from Palpatine. Palpatine become, yeah. becomes a mentor. Um, and during this time, also, Obi-Wan is off fighting Dooku. Yeah, so from Padme's perspective now, it's Anakin's actually at home, and that's kind of Obi-Wan's plan. Mm. Basically, they find Dooku similar to Grievous, right, in Outer Rim, I don't care where. Um, and, and Obi-Wan basically tells him, you stay here because you're about to be a dad, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go finish this for us. Yeah, Finish what we started, and then we can yeah. move forward. So that you can... Leave the Jedi on your own. Yes. I'm going to end. Right. End. Like, and then basically with the idea of as soon as I catch, capture Dooku, you can leave and, and then we're good. And you and Padme go do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. So that was kind of our our idea. And, and I thought, and realistically, these guys are really close friends. Right? Yeah. Very. This actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't like that in the original, in the trilogy that we got. Um, I don't like how they aren't really friends. Like, it's more of like vague references to mm-hmm. what they've done, where this is more of an actual act you would do for someone you really care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's, and that's what I kind of like about Obi-Wan. He's very selfless in this regard, is no, like, I'll, I'll, I'll handle this. You be at home, you take care of her, and then once I get what we need, we're done. We break, like, it's all over. We move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's perfect. Anakin, you just watch out for them, kind of be part of our battle plan structure. This is great, right? You'll be at home, you'll mm-hmm. stay at home general. It's a good sound. Yeah, the stadium general. So. Nice. Um, 
So yeah, so Anakin is learning a lot from Palpatine um, about the Jedi and the Sith. Um, a lot. And, you know, Anakin's kind of, you know, doesn't he doesn't really know a ton about Palpatine. Sure. Um, but he knows that he's a wise person. Yeah. Um, and he knows that Palpatine has done a lot of good in the past few years with the war. And yeah. he knows that Palpatine is actually, he wants peace. Like, a lot like he does. So he trusts him a lot on that front. Um, so, you know, Palpatine will, it tells him a lot about the Sith. Um, and I think the big thing, this is a lot like uh, the real life movie, um, where Palpatine is really just trying to tell Anakin how the Sith and the Jedi are only really separated by who's telling the story. Because, yeah. of course, the Jedi and Anakin's being raised, you know, like in the Jedi and this whole Darth Plagueis speech in the actual movie is that Anakin's been raised a Jedi, so of course he's been taught by the Jedi that the Sith are evil. The right. Sith are wholly evil. And of course the Sith are going to be taught that the Jedi are totally evil. Yeah, and, and you know, the the funny part about the Sith is that, when you just think about it, the Sith look at the Jedi as weak, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of times we like to attack our enemies with words and labels. I mean, let's go back to World War II. I'm not trying to get too crazy here, but the reality is, you know, people called you call your enemies bogeys, right? Hmm. You call them like Jerry's. Like that was what the U.S. called World War um, to uh, the Germans. Mm-hmm. Point is, you don't label them as people, right? You're not like, oh, I'm killing Franz today. Right? I mean, you, can, no. you naturally can't do that. So that in mind, the Sith, you know, the Jedi propaganda is like you said, it's evil, right? You're giving into self um, pleasure, essentially. Mm-hmm. You're doing this. It's all self uh, selfish. You can't do like this. That's why the Sith you want to avoid. Where the Sith probably look at the Jedi as, well, they're weak-willed. Look at all this amazing power we can wield, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't want to touch any of it. They want you to show restraint constantly. Come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Look at how much good we can do in the world. Yeah. Look so, how much we can unite people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Definitely. Palpatine. Um, earworming it up, man. Yeah. he's it, It's good. It's good. It up. Um, and, of course, you know, Palpatine's like, the Anakin's like, how do you know about the Sith? He's like, I'm a politician. I'm like, I'm the Supreme Chancellor. I've got to do my research, man. You know, I'm the Supreme Chancellor. I, I am aware. You know, I was I was a Naboo senator. I understand. I've had run-ins with these kind of people right. in my time. Right. So he's definitely aware. Um, and he says, you know, the Sith are no more evil than the Jedi are good. Is a really big, I think, distinction that he puts in Anakin's head. Right. Um, and he also puts a little earworm about how, hey... Anakin, you know, the Jedi are real, and their code is really the only thing that's keeping you and Padme from being together. Right. You know, and Anakin was thinking, well, I'm already, I was going to leave the Order anyway, but he's like, well, you know. Do I have to? I mean, because that's, yeah. that's my question. Right? You, like, with, if you, you know, if, if you were in control, obviously you, you could, you know, keep being a Jedi and keep, you know, raising your children right. and having a wife. And we have those ideas, too, because imagine in the opening scenes, I mean, Anakin cares about his troops, right? He goes mm-hmm. in first. He takes care of them. He's there to work with them. Imagine, hey, you get to keep working with them and have the family you want. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to have a family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I like in The Last Jedi, actually, Luke kind of calls out some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Jedi are directly responsible for the training of Darth Vader. Yeah. And it's like basically, you know, the Jedi ways are backwards. And I'm not saying we necessarily have to agree on anything like that. But the truth is, that's a big flaw in the Jedi system. Yeah. Is that, and in, in also it's easy in our storyline for Palpatine to really discuss how, I mean, the Jedi are militant. Mm-hmm. You know, this war exists not because of the Sith, but because of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, how many yeah. Jedi are around the world, right? Like, there's one Sith mm-hmm. doing all of this and the idea of... 20, yeah. 30 Jedi scattered around trying to, I mean, come on. So with that yeah. in mind, it's, I mean, it's an easy pitch, I think. For yeah. Them. Like so. the Jedi councils has a history of being divisive, yep. but the Sith have, you know, the rule of two, which is very simple and easy yeah. to understand. There's no politics. There's, it's all, it's just, it's very simple to understand and it works mm-hmm. most of the time. No, well, no, as, far, as far as Anakin knows, it works. Yeah, like, unfortunately, when you actually learn about the rule of two... It's like, this is a terrible system. Yeah, side I mean, note... Palpatine, he doesn't care. You know, Anakin doesn't right, know that. Right, he doesn't have to. Yeah. So, But with that in mind, you know, he's able to kind of drop in and just discuss, you know, Windu is kind of... You know, we, Windu's the bad guy. He always has been. He's supreme commander. I can't I can't touch the troops. Look at me, I'm fragile, right? Like, mm-hmm. put these ideas in his head. And so with that in mind, Palpatine essentially tells Anakin, I think there might be an attack on me, right? Yeah. Because the reality is... 
he can see the end. The war is coming to an end. I can see Windu trying to take over from here. So guess what? If anything happens to me, I'm gonna give you a signal. I'd like you to keep it on you constantly. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes towards me, I'd like yep. I'd like you to just be there to try to protect me. I'm not saying you need to kill anybody, but just I want some protection. Yeah, totally makes sense. You know, he's working technically for Palpatine, also the, the Jedi, but he's like his aide, basically, is the best way to describe it. Um, Pan over, you want to talk Obi-Wan? Yeah, so Obi-Wan, kind of while this is happening, um, Obi-Wan leaves Coruscant to find Dooku. He's on an Outer Rim planet. Um, of course, Obi-Wan brings his clone troopers, big battle, big lightsaber duel between a, Duk- a Dooku-Obi-Wan lightsaber duel sounds really cool. Like yeah, a, re- a rematch sounds mm-hmm. really cool. Yep. Um, I think they did, in our version, they did have a battle in... Oh, he and Anakin had a battle against Dooku in our version. Of, yeah, it's very small, though. It's more like bodyguard battle. Yeah. And with, yeah, like, just kind of, hey, let me jump in the escape pod here in a minute. Definitely. So. But this is like a full-out like, battle for for who was going to win. Yeah, yeah, like a life-or-death battle. Um, and Dooku's defeated. Um, Obi-Wan captures him. And Windu tells him to bring him back to Coruscant, naturally, for a trial. Yeah. Um, and in so Obi-Wan, hearing this great news, like, tells Anakin, hey, you know, the war's over. Like, yeah. you're free. I, I'm gonna, we're going to bring Dooku back. We're going to put him on trial. He's going to get thrown in prison or executed. I don't know. Right. But thrown in prison, definitely, and for his war crimes, and you're free. Like, you can leave the Jedi Order, and it's all it's – it's over. Um, and, you know, that seems great. <laughs> but then – But we do have episode four, five, and six Yes, to it here, does. So. <laughs> um, but then Obi-Wan decides to go talk to Count Dooku because – and he's Windu says, you know, you could talk to him, but also, you know, Obi Wan's curious. You know, Dooku left the Jedi Order for a reason he doesn't like. He doesn't understand why Dooku left exactly. the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, he thinks it was great. You know, it's like he doesn't. He feels betrayed, obviously, by Dooku. Like, why wasn't he there to help during the war? He's like, one of the best Jedi they had. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, basically, in, in his mind, of course, Dooku's kind of the re- him and Maul are the reasons why this war exists in the first place. Right, is actually after we took Maul out, you could have helped us. Mm-hmm. You should have been there and, and helped us. And uh, yeah, he just. But Dooku was chasing the power, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and the big thing, they, they kind of have a little talk. You know, Dooku talks about why he left. Um, and then uh, pretty much Dooku drops the bomb on Obi Wan that, that Dooku. Or that Palpatine's the Sith Lord. So I try to imagine this and, and how it would go around. Imagine the scene they have in episode two where Obi-Wan's in the floaty, like, yes. handcuffs. But Obi-Wan actually just believes reverse. him. <laughs> yeah. It, but also reversed, yeah. yeah. Reverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Where he says, there's a, a person in charge, right? I have to warn you about it. And Obi-Wan's like, are you serious? Who? <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah. he has to say. Instead of, I don't believe you. Why not? This guy's offering free information, yeah. dude. Take that. But Definitely. It's like, why would he be lying? You know, like, he's exactly. already going to be thrown in jail. There's no one, you know. Exactly. So we assume Dooku basically just, not even assume, Dooku at this point tells him. He has nothing to lose, right? Yeah. There's nothing to lose. At this point, he's like, my master's probably already going to try to kill me anyway. Yeah. It's like, and my master, I assume, has moved on to his plan, his next plan. Next phase, yeah. Yeah, that is like, that I was, that I could not see. Yeah, until Like, right I was now. blind to it until now. Yes. But I now I see, again... If you watch Clone Wars Season 7, we're very much taking some of the elements yeah. from the Maul storyline. Yep. <laughs> um, about oh, taking a lot of that. Which so, I think makes sense for Dooku's yeah, character. definitely. So. And I think it's he's, he's a better character for it. Yep. So, um, so, and then, so he drops the bomb on Obi-Wan, the Palpatine's the Sith Lord. Um, which is a huge thing that happens in this story. Um, because Obi-Wan doesn't know what to do next. You know, does he tell Anakin? Well, what's Anakin going to do? You know, Anakin's very, he's reckless. He's really reckless, yeah. and he doesn't think Anakin honestly will believe him because he knows that Anakin and the and Palpatine have been forming a close relationship. Yeah, and you know at the same time for Obi Wan, he probably has a bit of a relationship with Palpatine too, right? He's yeah. a general at this point. It, Definitely, it's got to be a weird thing to say, and you know also with Anakin, what is Anakin going to assume control? Yeah, I mean, it just there's so many variables up in the air. Um, like he doesn't want Anakin to do anything he would regret. Yes, and that's I think the bigger part is he has a family. I don't yeah. want him involved. It's so close to being over. Like, we don't need to add this little information. Like, no. we can take care of this without Anakin being involved at all. Exactly. Exactly. So he tells Windu. That's a big decision. Tell, sense, tells yeah. Windu about it. Um, do you want to take over what happens after that? That's, like, most of the Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah, no worries. I mean, so essentially tells Windu. Windu then 
I mean, essentially, it's like, all right, let's take four or five Jedi with me, right? Let's just go four. Makes things easy. Um, so five Jedi essentially going in there, and he's going to take back control from Palpatine, right? Mm-hmm. So with all this in mind, uh, this is where Padme comes in. So Padme actually talks to Anakin during this, and, like, uh, you know, we're just bouncing back and forth between scenes. Padme talks to Anakin, and, you know, Anakin's is just naturally... Anakin's naturally concerned, actually, about her health, which... Mm-hmm. I like that we we're keeping a, some of that in, not a lot, not like oh she's gonna die, but he's concerned because his point is, you know, we, they know they're gonna have twins, and he's like, we're gonna have two force sensitive kids. Mm-hmm. You know how how difficult that's probably gonna be in childbirth. Yeah, right. I mean that that seems and she's not force sensitive, so and she's even, not, and that's hard. exactly right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, a lot of times, like if you, you know, if you have one force sensitive baby, you know, like, and we can just throw in here, and I'm not saying it's canon, but. It's okay to throw in there, like, it's actually kind of just difficult to have Jedi babies. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly fine, which makes sense, actually. It does. You know? so, Especially Anakin. Like, and then Anakin, right. Man, he is... He's very powerful. Yeah. So with this in mind, he is kind of nervous. Yeah. So he just, he's kind of last her to stay calm and cool about everything. And, and so he goes, now they're, they're just at their house, and she brings up um, what she's seen at the archives. Is, hey, a Jedi had to have put this here. That's the only people that can access these archives, right? And with that in mind, and the reason she can, of course, is because Anakin throws her a bone. So with that in mind, they go for, and um, she teaches, tells them about the Galactic Empire, about the Stormtroopers, about the uh, Death Star, essentially, mm-hmm. and assumes, well, it has to be Mace Windu. He's Supreme Commander. What happens if this war continues? He keeps power. Yeah. He has to, right? And Anakin's been talking to Palpatine already, and they're throwing out ideas, and he's like, actually, what if he's Windu's trying to overthrow yeah. The Chancellor. What if that's and this the attack is they're worried plan. about? Yeah. Yes. Because this is his plan after he does that. Right. And it's like, that would actually make the most sense. Because mm-hmm. at this point, Windu, nothing he's not trustworthy, but he's power hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, and not in like a terrible way necessarily, but just, yeah. I, I mean, we've kind of set him up as this guy who you can't really trust, but you kind of are forced to. And with that in mind, Anakin gets the buzzer from Palpatine, where it's, I've got to go. I've got to go protect him. So Palpatine's kind of holding his own, right? And then eventually just, I mean, gets gets beat, quite frankly. Mm. Um, I, mean, I was thinking about it. Maybe he kills one Jedi, maybe maybe two. But for the most part, it's okay to have him lose this, right? Yeah. It's natural. And then Anakin essentially goes to his aid and comes back in there. And, you know, Windu's like, we have to, we have to kill him, right? We have to take him down or put him in trial something, right? Mm-hmm. We've got to get him out of power now. And Anakin's whole thing is like, Why? This is, all, you know, he kind of lays out the plans and everything, and Windu even can be confused. Like, what are you talking about? And then Palpatine at this point finally kind of re- unleashes the dagger. He's had it and the whole time. He finally can stick this in Windu's back. Is no, like, you know, Mace, of course you're going to come up with these ideas. You're the one who killed his mom. Mm-hmm. Right? And all he has to say is, and Anakin's like, wait, what? You know, Anakin, when he carpet bombed, he took credit for Darth Maul's death. The reality is he didn't. I mean, you were there. He he didn't do anything. What he did is they actually we took a stolen, you know, he decided to take a stolen ship uh, from the Separatists and use it as a way to basically send out propaganda and bomb your mom and say the Separatists were willing to kill civilians when, in fact, it was us. And, you know, Anakin then is like, is he serious? Is this really happening? You know, and Windu's like, you have to make tough decisions. It's war. Yeah. Well, guess what? Wrong choice of words there, dude. Yeah. Don't be honest. You're better off just being like, no, Palpatine was the one that sold us to do it. Yeah. Getting a point in blame game. Yeah. I mean, 50-50 shot at that point. Reality is, this is going to bite him in the ass. So Anakin comes through and just essentially cleans house then, right? Yeah. I mean, he's angry. He's he's the chosen one. He absolutely wipes them up. Yeah. And just, I mean, brutally murdering everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end, just, you know, Wendy's like, like begging for forgiveness. And he's like, you didn't give her forgiveness, right? Bam, dead. Mm-hmm. So now our boy's got a little bloodlust at him. Yeah. We were talking about what we want to see, and we yeah. were, like, thinking his eyes are just slowly starting to, like, almost like, if you've ever watched Venom, like, how, he, like, it starts to kind of, like, leech all over him. Like, almost like there's, like, a yellow color just, like, yes. coming in from the side, like, on yes. his eye. Like, he's, he's turning, and you can tell already right. that this is the first step. And he goes to Palpatine, and he says, and basically is like, you know, I, I don't trust you, but I know he was evil, right? And Palpatine's like, yeah. And they essentially come to this plan where it's the Jedi are somewhat evil. Not all of them, but most of them, you know, some of them are. So he asks, he tasks Anakin with taking out two or three different members who were close to Mace Windu 
and more importantly, going and killing off the separatists, or at least capturing them, right? Mm-hmm. With the idea of bringing them back in, killing them, whatever, whatever it is, to end the war completely. And at that point, Anakin tells him, you know, my, you know, at this point, you just know, right? He'll just tell Palpatine, I know you know about me and Padme. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. She's pregnant. You know, she, yeah, I'm nervous that with, during her pregnancy, like this is, I'm, I want to make sure she, she stays safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, it's just Palpatine's like, okay, like, you know, well, whatever, we'll take a look. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the answer is. He'll just say whatever it takes to get, keep Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Once we're completed this, I think together we can come up with a solution to save her. Mm-hmm. He's like, but if you're there with her, I think you can take some other burden off of her. Force sensitivity wise, right? Yeah. So now basically we've got Anakin Skywalker is, is turned over, okay? But the difference is he's not just like, I think the Jedi are going to assume complete and utter control. Yeah. No, he just wants the war to be over. He yeah. just wants to be with his wife, period. So he tells him, Obi-Wan I think is good. I still think Master Yoda is good. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's fine. He, you know, Palpatine's like, that's fine. He's like, we don't have to kill all the Jedi, just the ones that are evil. That's all I want. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah, Anakin then goes to the Mustafar system because that's where the Separatists are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Obi-Wan uh, and Padme. So they're still trying to figure things out. Also, at this point, um, Order 66 has been given. The order has been given. And Obi-Wan is on his way, you know, still with Dooku back on the ship back to Coruscant. Um, he, we, then we cut to Dooku is in his, like his holding cell. And the clone troopers come and open the door. And he's thinking that um, he's going to be freed. Now that he's given this information, he's like, okay, the Jedi healing, they're letting me go. And they shoot him. Um, and then they, there's other, we also forgot to mention, there are a couple other Jedi that went with Obi-Wan um, to, to do this battle. Yeah. They, they were kind of like more like commanding the clone the clones. More than, Obi-Wan was the one fighting Dooku. Um, and they turn on the Jedi and kill them too. And Obi-Wan is so confused, he turns on the clones, uh, but he's, like, just completely surrounded. Like, there's a ton of clones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, well, y- we have orders to take you to Coruscant. He's like, well, we are going to Coruscant. He's like, well, we have orders to take you to see, you know, P- Chancellor Palpatine. He's like, right. oh, okay, this is a little weird. Um, and then Obi-Wan, basically, suspicions are confirmed that Palpatine's a Sith Lord. You know, this is obviously what's going to happen. Uh, and then Obi-Wan finds his way off the ship. I don't exactly know how that would happen. Escape pod, probably. Yeah, we were thinking escape pod makes the most sense. Yeah, um, right around. Yeah, so right like around he'll the... he'll take an escape pod and then still land on Coruscant, but in a different place in yeah. Coruscant, not the like Chancellor's office. <laughs> yeah, um, right yeah. in the Chancellor's office. Yeah. Hello, Hello there. What's <laughs> going on? Um, but he's definitely going to meet up with Padme, and he's going to tell Padme that Palpatine's a Sith Lord, and Padme's going to say, "Well, wait, I thought Mace Windu was behind everything," and he, and. And Obi Wan's like, no, I just, I just saw the clones. They do a quick note check. Yeah, he's like, wait, let me see that. Yeah, no, he's like, no, I just saw the clones turn on Jedi and they killed Dooku. Like Palpatine and Palpatine, they told me that they're taking me to Palpatine. Palpatine's the Sith Lord, and then Padme thinks, oh no, I sent like Anakin went to go protect the protect the person that we need to take down. Like this is not good. So they both know that something just bad has happened, and I assume they might go back to the Chancellor's office, find no one there. Except for maybe like the dead Jedi, and yeah. think, oh no, like something happened. Anakin, this is Anakin, right? And so they know where they have to go. You know, Duke, Dooku earlier had mentioned the Mustafar system, so that's where Obi Wan knows to go. So then we have it all kind of set up here, and then obviously Palpatine um, is just kind of hanging out. I don't exactly know where he is at this point, but Palpatine, he sends no, no, he well, sends yeah, Anakin. Palpatine um, goes and makes the announcement to the Galactic Empire. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. To the Senate that the first Galactic Empire will be established. Yeah. So that's pretty big. Yeah. So he, he wants that vote to commence sooner mm-hmm. than later. Yeah. And the reasoning behind it is he says, you know, the war is now over. Dooku's been killed and captured. We've also found a plot from the Jedi to overthrow me. Yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah. 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 Very similar. So now that the war is over in this, it's about protecting us. God knows what the Jedi can do to us overall. Mm-hmm. We're recruiting the good ones to stay on our side, aka Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Uh and every, all the others are going to be, you know, ex- basically, not exterminated, but taken out. I mean, you would never use words like hunted down, but yeah. the reality is, you know, I mean, the Emperor might. <laughs> yeah, Emperor, yeah, for real. Pal- Emperor Palpatine might. So it kind of all boils over for us. So then we're now at the point where, you know, two movies have kind of built up this idea that 
we don't really know who's evil, but we know it's one of basically three people, either Dooku, um, Palpatine, or Windu, with Windu kind of being the number one guy, right? And now everything's just coming to a standstill, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, shoot, I think we've all been wrong mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and so now we're, we're stuck. And like you said, Brandon, now we're, we got the kids coming together. Yeah. They're all back together, man. Yep. So uh, <laughs> now we, we couldn't make this decision. Does Anakin just murder the Separatists? I think so. I think so. It's pretty badass when he does it in the movie. Yeah, so. pretty, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> all right, keep it. So <laughs> he killed them all. Like, but they told us if we don't have peace. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's perfect, yeah. Um, all right, cool. I mean, Anakin ends up killing him, and, and Obi-Wan and Padme go together with the idea that we can both convince him. Yeah. Now, at the same time, we talked about Yoda. Yoda, we, we actually have him staying out there on um, – we have him at Kashyyyk. Still doing his thing. He kind of gets, you know, the troopers come up to him, try to kill him. He, he kills him and then gets back to his ship, takes off, and, and kind of com, you know, communicates with Bail Organa and Obi-Wan. You know, they could have, I'm sure they have a three-way link there, uh, three-way com there where they can all chat. Point is, with the idea that, hey, like, Bail Organa's like, you know, Padme, this is really bad. And Yoda's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to fight him. If he's the Sith Lord, I can take him. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's whole point is, I think I can go and take. Yeah, I, we're gonna go convince Anakin and find out. Yeah, what we're not gonna kill doing. Anakin. Yeah, and he's like, we're gonna know, go convince. And because Yoda could even ask, you know, what's up? You know, how's Skywalker doing? We don't know actually. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna kind of find out here. Yeah. Um, and, and check on him essentially. So, uh, one the one thing we took out of this, which um, I, I think we would be nice to have, is a bit of Padme Obi Wan, where I love in actually the movies, where he looks back at her and it's a statement, and he says, "Anakin's the father, isn't he?" Yeah. And she just looks so sad, and he's like, I'm so sorry, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do kind of want something like that where it's just, she's just like, I, I, he can't turn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't raise my kids alone type thing. I think yeah. that'd be nice just for them to have together, um, just because they're good friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bud, final final scenes. Mm-hmm. Super cool. All right. Run it. Yeah. Run it. Um, so basically... Um, Obi-Wan is the one to, they find Anakin on Muzafar. Obi-Wan's the first one to say, to come back with them, like, you don't, don't do this, Anakin. Like, this is just silly. You know, like, you know what the right thing is to do. Like, you've been, you've been manipulated. Mm -hmm. You've been flat out manipulated. Um, But Anakin is, you know, convinced that, that that he's trying, he's trying to tell Obi-Wan that Jedi are evil in a lot of ways. And Windu is the, like, the representation of what's wrong with the Jedi Council and the Jedi Order is that it's divisive. We started a war. We've been prolonging the war because we refuse to accept the fact that maybe the best way to run things is through one person, mm-hmm. like being making all the choices, um, the rule of two. Um, and then Obi-Wan is just, just thoroughly just confused through all of this. He doesn't understand how Anakin could think this way. Um and then Anakin tells Obi-Wan, I, I, I was not sent here to, to kill you. You know, I, I'm not going to kill you because, like, the, the, the Palpatine has said that you will have a spot with us. Yeah, right. Um, and you can help us make decisions. Like, if he believes that if you will, you know, be loyal, right. then you can, like, I mean, be with us. Essentially, he's just saying, Obi-Wan, I'm probably going to be number two. But the reality is, like, I mean, you're going to be on the council with us. Yeah. A true, like... Galactic Council that will make decisions for the long term. Mm-hmm. I mean, that and honestly, that's a pretty damn good offer. It is. Um, but, of course, Obi-Wan is not interested in being a Jedi. Um, and, you no, know... No, you mean uh, Seth. <laughs> that's you, it. You said Jedi, yeah. Oh, I said Obi-Wan is yeah, not Jedi being a Jedi. You said, what did you say? I said Obi-Wan will not do that naturally being a Jedi. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> is more interest is not interested in being a Jedi. I was like... What? Yeah, good <laughs> no, for him. Um, so basically, Obi Wan says Anakin. You know, even though Anakin, you know, with this whole system, will be able to be married and still have Jedi, be a Jedi, still have power and raise children. You know, Obi Wan says that he can't follow him. You know, he's loyal to the Jedi, and he knows the rule of two is just is doesn't work. And we want him being a little crazed, not a lot. And and, and the movie now he's he's in. He's sitting there crying moments before Padme shows up. Like, what have I done, right? I want him to actually be very firm in his belief here. Mm-hmm. Is no, actually, like, this is the best way. Yeah. You know, and she can be upset and say, all after all I've worked for, it's going to end up in an empire. That's not what I, that is not what we wanted. Mm-hmm. 
And he can say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we wanted. This is what's best for people. Who are you? Like, you know, and I think it's perfectly fine for Padme mm-hmm. to say stuff like, you know, who are you to make a decision? That's the point of a republic. It takes a long time. Like, we all need to make decisions. And he's like, the republic led to a long war, thousands of deaths. I mean, more clone troopers being purchased. This is not what we want. I mean, it, I think it, and it actually just kind of reflects that there's a lot of different viewpoints. And kind of everybody's weirdly right in this. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, and, and that's kind of nice. And then Obi-Wan's the weird mediator where it's just like, like, I see what you're saying, Anakin, but, like, I'm going to have to agree with her more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, like, I have to refuse your offer, like, naturally. Yeah, like, we can still have what we want to have, and but do it the right way. Yeah. And, and we were talking about this. Anakin's got to feel, so, Obi-Wan's very much, and I think Padme, too. Like, come back to us. Mm-hmm. Just come back. Like, Anakin's fine. Just be with your wife. She's right here for you. And I think Anakin's like, no, I've come, like, I've come too far now. I've killed multiple Jedi. I, I've, I mean, he, he's killed all these separatists, right? And it, I mean, in all fairness, we've kind of assumed he's gone and murdered like two Jedi in between that were on the council, right? And we could just have the, show a picture of the council, and then they don't even have to speak, but like, it's recognizable people, you know, like make mm-hmm. a guy like a hammerhead alien type thing. And <laughs> that's know? cool. Like yeah, that. but anyway, with that in mind, now we get like to the point where it's decision time. Mm-hmm. So, what like what's it going to be for him? Yeah, um, and Obi Wan, of course, decides no. Um, so Anakin, you know, has to make it. Now he has to make a decision. Yeah, you know, and he decides to. He said, "I if you won't be with me like, again, I love the line. If you're not with me, you're my enemy." From Episode Three, very similar thing. Like he realizes, okay, if Obi Wan's not with me, he's in the way of my plan. Yeah, and our in the, me and Palpatine's plan. Yeah. So he and Obi Wan are going to fight. Um, but in the middle of between that, um, Padme tries to step in, like, close to him and, like, get physically near him to tell him. But and he just forces her away. Yeah. Like, no, we don't do her, force choke. Which is not force choke. Yeah. Just kind of push her away. Yeah. Maybe like, a little too strong. Yeah, like, knock her out, maybe. Yeah. So she's not, like, in the way of the battle but that's yeah, about to happen. Exactly. Like, I, yeah. I want it to be more of, like, these are two brothers fighting. Yeah. And there's, you know, like, I'm not saying she's the mother figure. But, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, like, the third party friends. Like, this is ridiculous. We're on the same team here. And for him just to kind of push her aside, and then Obi-Wan can get angry and be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you pushing her around? This is ridiculous. Anyway, with that in mind, yeah, we got a sick lightsaber duel that's, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're, I don't think they're trying to kill each other. In, in the movie, they're definitely trying to kill each other. In our version, I'm not really interested in them trying to brutally murder one another. No, definitely not. It feels Because like they're that, brothers, right? you know? It's, yeah. Like, the, in our version, they're definitely, like, crying because they don't want to hurt each other. And in the end, you know, when the high ground thing happens, you know. Well, and interspersed between them, because that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah. All we're going to say is Yoda is going to fight Palpatine. Yeah, that's important. Which is cool. And like very, almost identical. The only difference is Yoda's not going to just bend over. Yeah. I, it's just so funny. Yoda gets hit and then is like, I have failed. Why? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, you dumb. Like, I don't get Get this. back in there. <laughs> yeah, right. So in this one, I actually, we were talking about it. I think Yoda actually straight up gets electrocuted. Hmm. And gets just, like, burnt really, like, really bad. To the point where he's like, I don't think I can win. Because he's not used to Force Lightning. I think that'd be way cooler. Um, And then also, I like how they're fighting on the Senate floor. Like, it's a battle for the Senate! Literally! (laughs) (laughs) Metaphor! (laughs) So, so stupid. Um, (laughs) Man. uh, But yeah, with that in mind, you know, and then you've got kind of the... Yoda actually gets beat. And then at the same time, Convex Bail Organa in in a similar way (laughs) to get out. By the way, uh, tell everybody your YouTube video that you saw. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was um, basically someone made an edit of where Yoda jumps out of the little like a hole into the bill we're on a ship. Yeah. Basically, the edit version was that the ship turns a little bit at the last second and Yoda hits the side of it and like falls like to his death. He's like, ah! it's like super funny and stupid. stupid. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll let, you, I'll let you pick up. Yeah, so again, high ground stuff still happens. Anakin still just doesn't listen. He tries it and Obi-Wan, we're going to have him just chop both his legs off in this yeah. one. Um, we're going to let uh, Vader keep both of his arms. <laughs> kind of weird, actually, that Vader has no... Wait, so we actually didn't cut his arm off in the last movie? No. So he's oh. actually had both of his hands and arms working. Yeah. You might be thinking, well, he can pull himself up. Well, he, he's going to go, like, more directly into the lava. Yes. So he's very much like, wow, this pain. I cannot, like, I can't. Like, I'm dead. Goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we, we have like, him catch on fire pointless. almost right away, mm-hmm. right? 
And um, Brendan, you you switched this up, and I love this. Yeah, I love this. So I'll let you know. Yeah. Um. So one of my problems with the the ending, the very end. Well, first of all, Obi Wan's speech is amazing. I had a Christmas ornament, <laughs> like back when I was a kid, that played this whole Obi Wan. Like, you are the chosen one. Speech was amazing. Keep that hundred percent. Yeah, dude. Um, the, and then in our version, I love the idea of like you are my brother Anakin, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I loved you. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with him just being, like, Anakin being in pain just yelling at him. Like, why the hell didn't you listen to me? Yeah. And that's, like, his response. Yeah. No, I, like, you're my brother. I love you. Yeah. I can't see you do this. Like, as, like, he really just, Obi-Wan responds with love. And Anakin, like, and in the in the original, he counters, like, I hate you, hate you. Does he in this version? No. He doesn't hate Obi-Wan. He's, he's angry at Obi-Wan for not listening to him. Yes. Like, because Anakin, because Obi-Wan yeah. threw away the chance for Both him, and then, him and then again and then then he just feels angry because Obi-Wan he feels like Obi-Wan is the real one who betrayed yes him. and now you know for Obi-Wan I think it's perfectly fine for him just to be like I'm so sorry and like yeah. just cry like because I mean for him it's got to be devastating like oh I, this gosh. isn't what I wanted no at all but then Anakin like actually physically is attacking him. he's like Anakin please don't please don't jump up here I have the high ground let's talk about this and he's like I think you're done talking right mm-hmm. don't try it bam yeah. Right, anyway, but like you said, no, so this is better. Like, so Anakin actually catches, we have Anakin just catching on fire, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll let you say it. Yeah, and then he, instead of yelling, I hate you, he, like, cries for help. Like, Obi-Wan, help yeah. me. But Obi-Wan decides not to help him. Yeah, I can't anymore. And that's the biggest decision that Obi-Wan has to make. Even more than helping to fight him. Like, do I save him? Like, I, I can't save him, you know? Like, what's going to happen when I save him, you know? If I if I heal, help him like heal him, he's just gonna turn on me again. You know, it's it's I need to end this right now. Yeah. Um, so he basically lets Anakin, well he lets what he assumes is Anakin die. And, and then we were talking. I like the idea of um, Anakin forcing his lightsaber to his hand, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan goes out and just catches it right. Yeah. And he's like, "This doesn't belong to you anymore. Like you're you're not the man I remember." Yeah. And, and anyway, with that in mind, I mean, my question is this. And I, we haven't talked about this, actually. Does Padme see that? I, I don't know. I think she's probably just knocked out for this. I mean, maybe she does. I think she's just in the ship crying. Like, yeah. Honestly, like, she's got to be. I mean, she doesn't even want to see it. Yeah. And she like, and then when Obi-Wan walks in by himself, she's like, oh, my God, is he okay? And Obi-Wan's like, no. And then that breaks her down. And yeah. And she's, like, in pain all of a sudden, right? Right? Because yeah. I can imagine. Like, she, I, I joked. I saw someone on Twitter. This is great. It's like what the movies uh, look like, and it's like what the movies actually look like. And it's like Padme all hyped up on pregnancy hormones, screaming at Anakin that he better get his ass back on that ship. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. I was like, that's cool. But yeah, I expect her just to be like genuinely just devastated. Mm-hmm. And at that point, she starts going into labor, right? Yeah. And Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Obi Wan's just like, I got to, I got to get out. Yeah. And he basically calls up Yoda, like, we have to get this taken care of right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that in mind, uh, Palpatine, we have him still go back. Um, we have a lot of the Vader stuff. I don't... I, I have this more of a James Bond ending for Vader. I, I guess I'll talk on Vader for a second. I'll let you talk more on the Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah. Um, so the Vader stuff, we have a very similar where the Emperor shows up and Vader's like arms are burnt to it. Like it's... it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, fourth degree burns. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, no. God. But, I mean, he's just sitting there like his body's just numb, right? And it, he's just... In absolute agony. And the Emperor picks him up and takes him back and puts him in the Vader suit. Intercut, of course, with her. And we'll talk about her in a second. Mm-hmm. But with the Vader stuff I love is that, you know, he gets the suit and everything. And at the end, um, instead of being like, how is Padme? Is she alive? Well, no, that's ridiculous, right? Yeah, a little stupid. I want him just to tell the Emperor. I want the Emperor to actually ask him. Because I think this is more interesting. Have you spoken to your wife? And he probably knows the Emperor's going to try to kill the kids. And he actually might not know. But I think it'd be more interesting if Vader says, no, I killed her. She's been, like, she's dead. Mm. And at that point, Palpatine's, like, good, right? And and then says, Anakin Skywalker, you know, and, and he's like, so who are you now? And he's just like, Anakin Skywalker's dead. He's like, I agree. From now on, you're, you're like, you'll be called Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And so Vader, like, Anakin Skywalker's a human. Vader's the actual mm-hmm. machine. Um because I just think that's more... That's, that's more where Anakin Skywalker dies. Because everything about mm-hmm. his past life is gone. It's gone. Yep. With that in mind, why don't you talk about Obi-Wan and uh, Yoda and the Padme stuff? Yeah. So basically Obi-Wan, you know... And I really want Padme 
her death cannot be from because she was sad. It's terrible. Le- no. Okay. She dies because she's giving birth to four sensitive twins. Okay. Yeah. Like, and it's well known in canon that Leia is force sensitive. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, so giving birth to four sensitive children is going to kill you. Like, it is. Yeah. Um, so she dies because of that. And we basically learn, you know, Yoda says that, you know, even with a help of a Jedi or a Sith, she would never have survived. So it turns right. out, even with Palpatine's help, it was all like a lie. Palpatine. Yeah. He, he, he knew that he could have never helped her. And know what I actually was thinking would be amazing? Is if Yoda actually said, this is why we, we tell people not to get married. Hmm. Because the pain of having a, a Jedi, right, a, a child as a Jedi that's force sensitive is almost unbearable for most people. For two, it essentially kills them, yeah. right? And, and I think that I think that would be an interesting way for like to make sense of the rule, right? Because mm-hmm. you're always wondering why, 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 why? Well, it turns out, because a lot of the, the force sensitivity we learn is a bit random. Unless it's by yeah. generational, right? So with that in mind, I think it's it'd be interesting for like that's why Jedi refuse to allow that to happen, because you're probably going to create a force force sensitive child, and once you do, it's very difficult for the mother to survive. Mm-hmm. Or even like you know if it you know and like the only times you could even say is like you know only force sensitive women usually are able to handle the pain, um, but right like as a like female Jedi's point is, I like that better. Is that actually she almost would have died no matter what? You know, he could have said Anakin maybe was the only one that could have siphoned off enough energy, but even mm-hmm. then, it's just it's just difficult, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, you want to conclude? Um, just kind of like we, we kept the Bail Organa stuff for the most part. Yeah, makes sense. Um, you know, and with that in mind, I had a, diff- a slightly different idea. I had Yoda talking to Obi Wan, just telling him, you know, while you're, you know, and Obi Wan saying, "I'll I'll watch over the boy," and Yoda just says, "Obi Wan, while you're away, I have some different books for you." You know, read into them. It might give you some better perspective on the force mm-hmm. and give you new, like, you know, just give you some stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, by the way, your master Qui-Gon Jinn came to me in a little vision. <laughs> Hello there. Why don't you practice this? It's just kind of silly, right? But the books, at least, it's like, gives them something to work on. You could see why that, you know, it just, I don't know. It makes sense for Yoda to always be teaching, right? Yeah, um, yeah and then anyway, why don't you wrap up with uh, the Luke story arc? Yeah, so basically, we kind of changed who Luke ends up with. Uh, we basically uh, put maybe that he ends up with Pad, one of Padway, Padme's handmaidens. Uh, we're going to say Owen, Burlars is actually one of uh, Padme's handmaidens who is from Tatooine. We were up with about two different areas, and, and I so we were between either, like, do we want to just give, do we want to just say, like, Shmeep uh, had a um, sister, right, mm-hmm. that lives on Tatooine? And Obi Wan just finds her, or do we want to have a handmaiden that takes takes him as her own? I th- we thought the handmaiden was actually a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because it's like directly related to Padme. It gives mm-hmm. the child, you know, some sense of like relationship to his mother. Um, and I know, like, it would be kind of tricky to maybe go around that a little bit in New Hope. Yeah. Um, but you know, it could always be like the parents. You know, or Obi Wan tells the parents to you know kind of not a lie, but like. Right. Like, keep him safe. Keep stuff from him. You know, he doesn't really need to know all about what happened. Um, So that's pretty much it. And then both Obi-Wan and Yoda, you know, kind of go into hiding. Yeah, and And then basically we just have the idea that Obi-Wan goes and takes the baby there, right? And just makes a comment like, I'll I'll be around if you need me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, and and I I do love the ending with the the binary sun in the background. Yeah. Um, I want to say the Rey ending is better if I'm kidding. Gosh, I hate Rise of Skywalker. Wow. Um, but yeah, with that binary sun ending, and that was just kind of how we had everything concluding. So, with Luke, we have a new hope. They're all looking out the stars, right? And here you go. Yeah. So, that's, that's it. Yeah. We did it. All right. Nice job. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. So, with that in mind, um, we aren't going to do episodes six, seven, or five, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I, just, we, I don't know if we can handle all that. <laughs> so We were joking about maybe doing Rise of Skywalker, right? That, yeah, that's a... Maybe. Even. If that if that is the case, then we will do it, treat it as we're keeping Force Awakens and Last Jedi, but just redoing Rise of Skywalker. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would be down for that. So yeah. uh, With that in mind, I want to kind of touch on one more thing. Uh, going forward, we don't have a lot of film. There's um, a few different Netflix movies, but other than that, I don't... I mean, 
we'll figure something out, right? So we have a few different ideas we're working on. It's just a lot of top five, top ten stuff. Yeah. Um, if you have any suggestions, please let us know. Shoot us a quick uh, Instagram message or a um, Facebook, whatever. And then, yeah, we'll kind of go from there. But, yeah, just kind of like different goofy stuff like top, you know, I was thinking like top ten uh, songs like that remind you of a movie right away. Mm-hmm. With the idea, I don't like, we were joking like, you know, um, what song? Uh, Back in Time, is that it? What's the Back to the Future song? Oh, Power of Love. Power of Love, there you go. Going back in. That's what I was thinking of. All right. But yeah, Power of Love, you know, as like that being like, all right, like when you hear that song, what do you think of? Think of you know, Marty McFly. So anyway, with that in mind, we're just going to yeah. kind of put some different stuff together for you. Um, but yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we, I mean, no movies are coming out till July, late July. So we still got a while. Yeah. Um, oh, I actually was on a new podcast. Plot twist. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I was on one called Fem Regard. Uh, my friend Carolina and um, her friend uh, Tess, they, I mean, it's a pretty good podcast, actually. They kind of are all about uh, underrepresented filmmakers. So we actually just talked about Love Maltese that. Falcon. I have no clue how the hell I got on there, by the way. <laughs> As a white guy who just likes to talk about movies, um, it was kind of like, <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, whatever. But we talked about Maltese Falcon. So that was really cool. Uh, it's a movie from 1941. Dang. And yeah, actually, like, pretty good. Uh, didn't, like, didn't hate it. So that's important. Nice. But yeah, so I'm on there. I will uh, put the link up whenever they come out with the season five just launched for them. So whatever episode number I am, I don't know, five, six, seven, 20, 42. Maybe those never use me. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was a really fun episode. I'm trying to think of anything else we got. Uh, we got a, I mean, we talked about this last episode, but we have a ton of stuff coming out in the fall. Yeah. Get ready for it. It's going to be a lot. We're going to have ep- yeah. like episodes on pretty much every episode that comes out for those Disney Plus stuff. I mean, there's going to be a ton to talk about. Yeah, because there's nothing, like, with the lack of content now, which sucks, because summer's our big moment, actually. Yeah. Um, that's really It's huge for to... content, and now it's like... Duh, duh, duh. We got, we got like, late July, August. Yeah, I mean, we, I was going to tell... Some stuff later. I was thinking about doing some Space Force stuff, and we watched a few episodes, and I don't know if we can do Space Force stuff. No, you just really... You can't. Yeah. I mean, it's... Not really worth it. Like, so. if you liked it, you know... Cool. Oh, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna bash it. There's but. just not enough to really podcast on. Yeah, it, it's not like it's. It's one of the shows that um, Netflix good. Yeah. Right. Like, you just don't need to really. It doesn't have to. It's just got a lot of good actors in it, and, and that. anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, we aren't gonna crap on anybody if stuff you like. I was making fun of one podcast the other day. They were talking about Game of Thrones. Like, you know, if you want to just, if you think we're just gonna bash Game of Thrones for an hour and a half, you're wrong. We're here to celebrate the amazing achievement. I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Like, what the hell do you it's think? Like, it's okay to bash something. We have multiple episodes on this it's podcast fine, bashing man. things. It ain't a big deal. No, if you don't like something, it's perfectly fine to be like, hey, I really love this, and then they really effed it up. Yeah. So relax. It's so ridiculous. Like, I think it's ridiculous when podcasters yeah. don't just, like, it's okay to get a little, not even controversial, but sorry, it's just not to like stuff. Who cares if three people that listen? Like, no offense. If you like Rise of Skywalker, I mean, you know we hate that movie. Yeah. It's just not a big deal. Like, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I don't care. I just... If you're like, well, it has a good feminine lead. No, it just doesn't. Like, Ray is not a good feminine lead. You know, like, anyway. That's, it's just so funny when you have to, like, pander to some stuff. Where you're like, you know, like, if you watch Clone Wars, you know, like, if you want feminine lead, man, like, you know, like Star Wars. Ahsoka freaking Tano. is way better. Anyway. And she's coming back. Yes. That's just me going on a quick rant. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just gets me really frustrated when it's like, no, we're going to say something's good because there's a minority in it. And I'm like, why don't you just say a movie's good if it's good? <laughs> Like, well, how, you know, it's like well, mm. loving Crazy Rich Asians and being like, I love that movie because I have an Asian friend and I understood you know, what you've got mail is to me. Crazy Rich Asians is for like, what the hell? If you don't like the movie, who gives a shit to say you don't like the movie? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Anyway, there you go. Sorry, we're in like a really weird time period where everything's like super controversial and it's just not that big of a deal. I mean, I, I laugh with my, my buddy Ruck all the time. We talk about how great Denzel Washington is. And I always talk to him. I always he always gets on me because I'm like I don't know if Training Day is a great movie. Like I think it's fine. I think it's a good movie. I don't think he deserved to win for Training Day, but he 100 percent deserved to win for Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> so he got the so he got it for Training Day because yeah. of what he did for Malcolm X. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's got like a DiCaprio. DiCaprio won for The Revenant, and you're like, ah. Like, we, <laughs> hey, but DiCaprio had to win at some point. Th- that's it. Like we had that to was give his it to Oscar him. movie. You know, yeah. like he did that so he could win. But like Wolf of Wall Street, he's so much better. In. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, it's kind of like uh, McConaughey where they're like, oh, he's he won for Dallas Buyers Club. But if you watch Interstellar, you're like, yeah, no, uh, who he's cares about Dallas Buyers Club? He's amazing in this, yeah. yeah. So, same, I think all actors kind of go through that where they have their Oscar movie and then they don't win for that one. 
And then they decide to do another one, so they definitely get the Oscar. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, I am good. If you guys are good, thanks for that last three-minute rant. I appreciate it. Just wanted to round up to the hour. <laughs> so pretty did pretty well. <laughs> yeah, did good there. You're welcome. With that in mind, uh, th- I hope you guys enjoyed Star Wars, man. Love it. Um, really do. Really appreciated, like, George letting us pick apart everything he ever did. Um, <laughs> the OG. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, if you guys have any ideas, let us know. Until then, catch you guys on the flippity flip. Yeah, man. See ya. See ya.